Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the very last episode of 2021. How crazy and surreal is that. So wishing you a very happy Christmas. I hope you had a wonderful break with for yourself and, and all you love and happy new year. So as part of this episode, I'm going to be talking about goal setting and somewhere I have talked a lot about goal setting is in my brand new book, Step Into You, that as you listen to this is now available. It's out there. It's in the world, which is just crazy. So the book is available as an audiobook, an ebook, and also as a print book. And if you're ready for a recharged, a refocused and a refreshed you at the start of 2022, you will love this book. It is pretty much the the very best nuggets and essence of my mentoring, whether that's in one-on-one mentoring or retreats or online programs or events, it's all in there. The, the very, very best is, is in there. So I really hope that if you're if you're grabbing a copy that you love reading it as much as I loved writing it. And it's really, really wonderful to have it out there at the, at the start of the year. So yes, enjoy. If you get the book, enjoy. Now, as I mentioned, goal setting is something that I am extremely passionate about. I've touched on it in various different formats, whether it's uh, my online workshops or in my my mentoring and my events. And I've done a few different podcast episodes around kind of goal setting, particularly around my business goal setting as well, my business planning. Um, and I do step through the entire process from the the dream lifestyle exercise right through to five-year vision, one-year vision, 90-day plan. It's it's all in the new book in Step Into You. It's the first time I've actually created a dedicated chapter on goal setting. So I'm really, really thrilled to have that in there. But what I wanted to focus on for the purposes of this episode is the things to think about before you start goal setting. Because I think uh, I've seen, I know a lot of a lot of people do this where they kind of dive straight head first, let's get the goal setting done. And there's some really great steps that you can take before you actually sit down to do your goal setting. And these are steps that I've created and tested and played with over the years. And I feel like when I take all these steps before my own annual goal setting, or and I also apply these steps to my business planning as well. But when I do this before my annual goal setting, I feel like the value I get out of the actual goal setting is two, three times better than if I didn't take these steps. So that's what I want to step you through in, in this episode. And I get a lot of questions about goal setting templates, all that kind of thing. They're all in. So as part of the Step Into You book, I've created a Step Into You playbook, which is like the companion for the book. So you can access that um, through the book and that has all of my templates in there. So everything that I'm working with myself right now as I plan my 2022 and beyond goals are in that playbook as well. So it's pretty much the the one-stop shop to goal setting between the Step Into You book and the Step Into You playbook. So I'm going to go through this list and and I'll explain as I go through why the why around around what I'm what I'm sharing. 
So the first step to setting up for goal setting is to let go of the previous year. So as as this episode is going out, it's New Year's Eve. So this morning I will have, I'm not recording this on New Year's Eve, obviously, I'm recording it the week before. So what I will have done um, this morning is the ritual that I created. I've, I've done this probably for the last three, four years now. And it's essentially a ritual that I do every New Year's Eve morning. And it's about letting go of the year that was. So it's not to say that the year needs to be especially bad. It's just a chance to find some closure on everything that's happened and, and it been experienced over the previous 12 months. And, and that I see that as creating a really beautiful blank energetic canvas for the new year to drop in and for me to go and create that new year. So I'll step you through the, the the ritualist ceremony that I do. So first of all, the night before, so what am I talking about? The evening of the 13th of December, I, I get out of all my my special spiritual tools and and tip and, and tricks, my, my, my spiritual box of tricks. And what that includes is candles, it's got incense, it's got uh, sage, so a sage smudging stick, it's got all my favourite crystals, it's got my different resonant essences, so the sprays that I use to shift my energetic vibration in certain directions. And, And I also roll out my yoga mat, I get a pen and a piece of paper and I set it all up the night before. So then what happens is New Year's Eve morning rolls around. I, I get up extra early so I can get up before any of the rest of the fam <laughs> gets up. I make myself my usual lemon drink and and I meditate. And actually, I was just thinking, I think this year I'll do, um, I'll prepare some ceremonial cacao. Actually, that would be nice. So I get, get, I, I, I get up early, kind of wash the face, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, all that kind of thing. And then I, I sit down and, and I meditate for 20 minutes. So I studied Vedic meditation last year and that's, that's, uh, I will, I'll, I meditate for 20 minutes. And then what I do is I, I, I smudge the space. Sorry, actually I smudge first. So if you're not aware, sage, the herb sage is a really powerful energetic cleanser. So any, on any of my retreats, for example, um, when we use, move into a new house, um, on the night that I went into labor with Wilder, I smudge. So I burn sage and just smudge, smudge the space. So first thing I do is, is smudge the space. That's to clear the energy, to create a really nice, fresh, clear, cleansed energy for, for the, for the ceremony that I'm about to, to do. Then I meditate. <laughs> Miss, missed that step. So then I meditate. And then what I do is I get out the pen and the paper and I make a big list of everything that I want to let go of from the year. So for you, if this is something that you want to do yourself and it doesn't have to be a news eve, obviously you can do this whenever you like. So if you're listening to this, um, at the start of 2022, if it's the early days of 2022, then just make a list of everything that you want to let go of from 2021. So for me, this list normally includes um, experiences that I, I want to let go of. If there was particular experiences that were quite heavy or draining or negative, I write those down. I also write down, this is really important, the negative beliefs that I might have developed or held on to in 2021. So whether that was around, I know last year, as in at the end of 2022, I was working really hard on my money mindset, on my money stories. So I really spent a lot of time letting go of any limiting beliefs that I had around money, abundance, and letting go of scarcity complexes and the various different ways that that shows up in my life. 
um, or showed up in my life and I guess still does. It's an ongoing process. And I, so I write down all the negative beliefs. I also write down if there's any relationships that I don't want to continue into the new year. I mean, this is pretty rare that I will have this, but if there's any relationships um, that, yeah, I don't, I don't want to continue on. I will, I will write that down on the piece of paper as well. So I generally spend about 20, maybe even 30 minutes writing all of these down. So you just want to purge. This is just about getting all the negative, heavy, limiting, low vibe crap out of your mind and and getting it into uh, getting onto that piece of paper. So I make this this massive massive list and then what I do is I I rip that list up into tiny pieces and I put it into a bowl. I've got this little ceremonial bowl that I I I got for myself and all my guests on my very first Bali retreat and and I burn that crap. So it all gets burned, it gets fried away and and I just sit there and I observe what's happening. So watching it burn away and and almost like energetically trying to match that process so just letting the the the, the beliefs the the energy the the challenging or difficult or, or scary experiences negative experiences just just let that all so I, I guess i try and be really present with that burning process and 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 let it go and then i say a little prayer of gratitude very simple just saying thank you so much to to this year and everything that you taught me and now i'm ready i'm ready to let that go so it's a really, really simple process. And, and for me, that's about letting go of, of, of the year. And then what I like to do is to set a really clear intention for the year ahead. So what that, that kind of overarching intention is for the year ahead for, for me. And I know already, even though I'm recording this pre New Year's Eve, I know that my intention next year, I need to like craft the wording, but it's about expansion on every level and giving myself permission, more importantly, to expand on every level in my life. So that, as I said, still fiddling with the wording on that, but it will be something along those lines. So I set the intention. And then the other thing I like to do then is to pull a few cards. So I get out my own affirmation cards and and pull three of those and also pull three of Helen Jacobs's Little Sage Oracle cards as well. And, and the question I'm asking as I'm shuffling the cards and waiting to see what drops out is what are the messages that I need to hear at the outset of this brand new spanking, spanking brand new year, brand spanking new year. And, and then with those cards, and I like to take a photo of those, of the spread that I get when I do those cards, um, because it's something that I come back to then over the year, just as a bit of a reminder as to that beautiful fresh new year energy. And this is, yeah, that, that's what's come through. And the last thing I do then as well. So I buy a new, Kiki K day per page journal. So I get the A sorry, A5 journal every year. This year it's a beautiful cherry red, which I'm really excited about. And and then I write a note to myself at the start of the year, at the very start of that that journal. And and then that's it. I close it down and and get on my way with, with my new year. So I wanted to share that ritual at the outset of this episode because I think and it's like our, our Western mentality is like to just go, go, go. Okay. Year's finished. Let's, let's plan another one before we actually take it, take a moment to reflect and close down the year that was. And most importantly, let go of anything that could potentially hold us back for the year ahead. So that's the, the new year, New Year's Eve cleansing ritual that I like to do, which I, as I said, wanted to share with you because it's a really, really powerful ritual or ceremony. And it's something that I've gotten a lot of my, my, my community also do a similar ritual. Um, they tweak it for themselves. What I did want to say very clearly, though, is if you don't have all of the sprays and the crystals and the sage, just please don't worry. You don't need all of those things. I like them because they amplify it and, and the smells and the the ritual of, of using those different things really 
brings me back to those times like in Bali and so on, where I'm in a very reflective, deep, spiritually connected space. But honestly, if you light a candle and that's what you do, that you make that your 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 spiritual tool. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a massive big fanfare with. I definitely don't want you spending hundreds of dollars on kit for this. The most important thing you could do is is to light a candle. I worked with a healer in Bali a few years ago called Liana. And something she pointed out during our session is that we were both sitting on low chairs and she had a table between us during our session and she had a candle burning. And she explained to me that she always has a candle burning during her sessions to protect her from the energy that might come her way from the client that she's working with. So a candle is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful tool. And hopefully you'll have a couple of those in your house that you can work with for your own ritual. Okay. The second thing to think about when you're getting ready for your goal setting sounds a bit obvious, but it's not always to people is to book the time in to do it. So of course, everyone's life situations are very, very different at any particular time. But ideally, if you can at all, try and book a day into your calendar to do your goal setting. And and the reason for that is it just allows you to fully immerse and and, and really, yeah, drop into that space and get really, really clear. It, it's happened to me a few times for whatever reason, I haven't gotten to finish my goal setting. And, and it's just, it's a bit of a, it just bugs me when I've still got one tiny bit to do or a couple of bits to do. And even worse, when you get dive back into in real life world and the demands and the the pressures and the expectations and the busyness kicks back in, it's very, very hard to get yourself back into that goal setting space once you're out of it. So ideally, if you can at all, book a day to to to, to do this work and and yeah, create create the space for it. That said, small children, partners, life gets in the way, travel and so on. So if if it half a day is all you can do, make that happen. And if it needs to be staggered over like an hour, over four or five days, well, that's just what you need to do for where you're at right now. So what I'm saying is if at all possible, try book out a, a decent chunk of time for you to really drop into this space. And speaking of space, always, always, always go to a different environment to do your goal setting. So one of my mentees, I was chatting to her this week as I'm recording this and we were talking about her um, goal setting and she's like, oh, I'll probably just do it at home, you know, get my husband to take my kids out. I'm like, no, (laughs) need to get into a different space. And, and And the reason for that is that when we're sitting in the space that we're always in, it almost becomes wallpaper and it becomes wallpaper to our thoughts and our emotions because we're we're just reminded of all the everyday stuff rather than the potential expansiveness and possibility that we could cook up for ourselves as, as part of our goal setting. And the other thing, of course, is home equals distraction. So I don't trust myself at home to do goal setting because there's laundry. There's maybe a child requiring some something. I need to be clear, I don't leave my kids at home unattended while I'm goal setting. Um, but you know, home is just distractions. You're in the everyday of the the everyday and what needs to be required, what, sorry, what requires to be done. So getting yourself into a fresh environment is really, really important when you're doing your goal setting. And of course, if you can take yourself away for a two-day luxury retreat, go for gold. That is not necessary. In the past, I've taken myself to a cafe 
maybe one or two suburbs over that I've never been to before. And and just that that that's really, really simple. It's really easy just to get into a different environment, different space. And I actually think it's extra important over the last couple of years for our goal setting because travel has been so limited. And I know that like me, travel is probably your way to to usher in fresh ideas, fresh energy and and fresh creativity into your life. And when we've had to stay a lot closer to home for the last couple of years, then that that may not be as readily available for us again as you're as you're planning your 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 goals this year. So think about what's the different environment that you can get into. And it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. And I know one of the most successful goal setting sessions that myself and Wade did together was we took ourselves to a beach over the bridge in Sydney as a beach that we hadn't I think we'd ever been. We went to Balmoral. I don't think we'd ever actually been to the beach there as like a, a family day or, or a day just him and I or, or individually. So that was really, really great because it was a new space. It was a new cafe. All Everything was was new. So get yourself into a new environment. The third thing that I wanted to share with you in terms of, um, sorry, fourth thing uh, in terms of getting ready um, is to get into your feminine energy. So this is something I've realized over the years is that we can assume that goal setting is quite masculine. You know, it's thinking, it's working with templates, it's planning. And, and actually the, the precursor to effective goal setting is, is getting into your feminine energy. Because remembering that if, 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 if you've heard me talk about masculine versus feminine energy before, and there's a whole chapter on this in the new book, Step Into You as well, you will know that feminine energy is is creative energy it's flow it's 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 bringing in new ideas and and fresh thinking and fresh perspectives so it's really important for us to get into our feminine energy as much as possible before we get into our goal setting and obviously ideally while we're goal setting as well so some really simple ways to do this i'm not going to do do the comprehensive list that's all in the book and i've covered it in previous podcast episodes but some really simple ways is to access water in some way. So maybe it's starting your goal setting or preparing for your goal setting by having a beautiful bath or a nice shower. And it might be, as myself and Wade did that day, doing your goal setting by the beach, if that's available to you, by a river, by lake, going for a swim that morning. Any way that you can get into water is a really, really good way of transitioning you into your feminine energy. Other ways are to have... How can I articulate this? It's it's pampering or nice things. So just something that drops you into your body as well. If Again, if you've heard me talk about masculine and versus feminine energy, you'll know that we're in our masculine energy when we're operating from the neck up. So we're all in our heads. We're thinking, we're planning, we're strategizing, we're, we're thinking about logistics. Whereas when we're in the neck down, we're, we're more in our feminine energy. That's when we can tune into that beautiful gut instinct. Uh, Claire Obeid, who's my wonderful spiritual guru friend, she talks about the somatics, you know, which is somatics is all about feeling into your body. So that might be for you doing some exercise, doing some simple yoga stretches. Any way that you can get into your own body is a way that you can get into your feminine energy. And oh God, I get onto it. I get onto my soapbox in this topic because I love it. But one last tip I will share with you if if you're not going to go and um, check out the other episodes and you haven't heard me talk about this before is 
Essential oils are a really, really good way to transition into feminine energy. So think about using oils like rose oil. I love the Iku Tranquil Heart Oil. And it's, oh, it's got, I think it's got three different types of, of rose essential oil. It's beautiful. Uh, think about lavender. Think about sweet orange oil, which is a really nice one to access your feminine energy as well. And the great thing about sweet orange oil is it's also the oil of prosperity and abundance as well. So a really nice one to work with at the start of the year. And another one I love is frankincense. I find that's a really great one. I use that as I meditate every morning. I put that onto my third eye. I put it onto my temples and onto my pulse points in, in the inside of my, my wrists. And I also rub a little bit on my crown as well for my crown chakras. So there, there's an idea of some, some oils that you can work with to really help you access that beautiful feminine energy, which means that you're in a much more centered, creative, open space as you, as you launch into your, your goal setting. The other tip that I have in preparing for your goal setting is to dress up for yourself. I've written about this in Step Into You and I've shared it with a couple of different workshop participants over the years. And and the reason I say that is that when we are dressed up, and I'm not saying cocktail, black tie, but just something that makes you feel really, really good in yourself, it raises our vibration. You all know, listening, the difference between where you're sloping around at home with your crappy tracky bottoms and holy socks and baggy t-shirt versus when you're wearing the jeans that make you feel really good in yourself, maybe a brightly colored t-shirt and some cool earrings. Like the, for me, the difference between when I'm in that daggy at home, in, the, in my at home look, versus when I'm feeling really good and I've, I've made a little bit of intentional effort to make myself feel good with what I'm wearing, maybe my hair, my makeup, it really raises my, my vibration, my energetic vibration. And that's the vibration that I want to be in when I'm creating the life that I dream of, whether it's for the, the next year or, or for several years down the track. So think about what you can wear, what you can do with your hair. If there's a bright lipstick, is that if that's your thing, what do you need to do to, to make yourself feel really good, which is then going to have a, um, a halo effect on the, 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 the caliber and also how easy it is for you to access that, that, that bigger vision for you and your life and where you want to be going. And the last tip I want to share with you is to create some little treats for yourself. So whether that's a slightly fancier tea, whether it's going to a nice cafe and and maybe ordering something slightly more expensive than you would order on the menu. And if it's treating yourself to a really beautiful oil or a resonant essence of, of your choice, little treats that will make you feel really good. Again, it goes back to my point about why we want to dress up for ourselves when we're doing our goal setting. It raises our, our vibration and then it puts us on, on an energetic frequency of, of other really great things and, and attracts, it's like attracts like. If we're feeling looked after and, and high vibe, that's exactly what we're going to go and create when we create our goals. And a huge block that I see a lot of women having in my community when I'm doing this this kind of work with them around goal setting and purpose and so on is they don't feel worthy of having something better, whether it's a better relationship or it's a better job or better bank balance, whatever it might be, that there's a really big challenge around worthiness for a lot of women. So the other reason that I would love for you to create some some little, I call them little luxuries, little luxuries for yourself when you're goal setting is it's really anchoring you into that sense of worthiness. I'm worthy of the 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 tea that's a dollar more per pack than the normal tea that we buy for for at home, and I'm worthy of of going for this nice cafe lunch because it, it again it's just reminding yourself that you're worthy, and and when we're coming from a place of worthiness when we're setting our goals, we're coming from a place of really giving ourselves permission to to dream bigger and and 
dream bigger about what we could potentially be worthy of this year and beyond as well. So there's some really, really simple tips. This is a, a nice short and sweet episode to kick off the year. And, and I would really invite you and encourage you to, to, to put those tips into practice when you're, when you're undertaking your, your annual goal setting. As I said, if you want a step by step process for how I do my goal setting and how I teach my mentees to do it. So I've got the very start is dream lifestyle and the very end is the person I need to be. So it's they're, they're the bookends and everything in between that will help you create your five-year vision, your one-year vision, your goals, your 90-day plan. It's all there in the book and in the, as I said, the accompanying playbook as well. Just some closing thoughts on goal setting is, is first of all, don't freak out too much about getting a goal 150% concrete. If anything has, if we've learned anything from the last two years, it's it's that uncertainty happens and chances are we're going to be facing into some more uncertainty in 2022 with everything going on in the world. So just give yourself permission to not be 100% clear. I find that people get quite blocked on setting goals because like, well, should it be this or should it be this? or And, and trying to get really, really granular about where they think their goals should be. So just give yourself a little bit of wiggle room to not be 100% clear. And and you can always come back to a specific goal and tweak it a little bit more in the coming weeks. It doesn't all have to be perfect straight away. And please, please, please don't hold off on setting your goals until the time is perfect. And I know for me, if I've left it until kind of the first to second week of January to do my goal setting, I already feel like I'm, I'm a week or two behind. So as much as I'm sharing all of this with you, get get it as close to this as you can. Please don't delay because it's not the perfect timing for whatever reason. The other thing I wanted to say is as well is to focus on your goals, not the goals of others. So how I operate is I, I have my business plan done for the year ahead and then myself and Wade sit, sit down between the Christmas and New Year break and do our, our annual goal setting together. So for you, depending on where you're at, whether in your, you're in a relationship or you're just getting into a relationship or you're coming out of a relationship, the most important thing is for us to focus on our own goals. Of course, we want the alignment and the synergies and the buy-in of our partners if we're in relationships. But again, don't hold out, wait for someone else to be ready to get their goals done. It's really, really important that you start the year strong and, and get your goals down on paper. And speaking of paper, we want to get them visible. So have your goals printed. I'm a big fan of my laminator. <laughs> I had a joke a few years ago when I first got my laminator that if you sat still in our house, you were going to get laminated. <laughs> so get your goals printed, get them laminated. And I like to have one copy by my bed. So I look at it last thing at night and, and first thing in the morning. And then I also like to have a, a version just beside, it's the same version, but a different copy next to my desk. So my office where I work at home as well. So get them visible. Don't let your goals be something that attract dust in the, on, on the bottom shelf of the, the spare bedroom tall boy, you know, you, you want them visible, you want them there, you want them live. Something else that you can do as well that I love to do is to put my goals up in the shower. So print another copy and, and put them up in the shower, laminated, of course, otherwise they're not, not going to last very long. And you can get something, I think they're called quick dots or sticky dots. You can get them on Officeworks. They're just like little blobs of sticky. You know, if you get a new credit card in, in the post, it's that little blob that, that the credit card is attached to the paper. Um, in the mail for you. So you can get those and you can stick them up in your shower and they're totally waterproof and it'll stay there all year. It won't budge. So get them visible. 
So I want to wish you the very best of luck with your goal setting for this year. Would love to hear how, how your goal setting goes. Drop, drop me a DM on Insta and really excited to bring you um, the, the rest of this season of the podcast. So I'm going to be continuing on with the season that we had, the, the, the theme that we had last year. So it's all around um, entrepreneurship, helping you build the best business that you can build, but also acknowledging that our businesses are just at the tip of the iceberg. Everything underneath the tip of that iceberg, underneath the waterline is our, our own energy, our organization, our relationships, our health, our spirituality, our connection with ourselves and our own development, our sense of purpose. It's all underneath that waterline. So this season of the podcast will be focusing on building businesses, but also all of the beautiful topics underneath that enable us to to create those successful businesses. So next week's episode, I'm going to be featuring a chat with Sharon, who's in my Insta community. She's a business coach and she did the 75 charge, 75 hard challenge with me. And what we've actually got coming up next week is we've extrapolated out the biggest learnings that we had from the 75 hard challenge in order to help you stay on track and set yourself up for max success with your goals and the habits that you want to create in 2022. So really looking forward to bringing you this episode as well. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And I just want to wish you the most wonderful, prosperous, successful, joy-filled, connected, lit up 2022 possible for you. So until next week, sending you so much love. Thank you for being part of this week's episode. It was remarkable to have you. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas, and suggestions for future topics for the podcast. So please get in touch on Instagram. My handle is at Lorraine Remarks and through my website, LorraineMurphy.com.au. If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please do rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast so more people can find out about it and we can build this special community. Or even better, do all three. Chat to you next week.